Welcome back to Locked On Spurs, right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, it's another fan episode. Every week we try to get in one episode where we give the mic to a fan and let him uh, pretty much rep the fan base as to a couple topics regarding the uh, Spurs and uh, how they are playing. And we're going to be talking about uh, 500 ball. You know, if you look at the last few games for San Antonio Spurs, it's 500 ball. They're on a three-game losing streak as of this recording. Uh, prior to that, they were one three in a row. And then everybody knows about what happened before that. It was a win-one, lose-one, win-one, lose. It sounds like this is 500 ball. Uh, we're going to ask the uh, Spurs fan if this team is a 500 team or worse. Uh, also, we're going to be looking at tonight's game, Spurs-Raptors. To do that, I am joined by Angel Gutierrez, longtime Spurs fan, had a great opportunity to meet up with him at a Spurs game uh, last month. Uh, Angel, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. Hey, Jeff, man. Thanks for having me, man. Good to talk to you again. Are you ready to rep the entire Spurs fan base? Can you handle that? I'm going to try my best as I can because I know that not everybody's going to agree with it. But, hey, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm here for, man. So, <laughs> Hey, how was uh, your New Year's Christmas holiday? How was all that? It was good. It was good. Christmas was uh, was uh, busy but quiet. Yeah. And then uh, New Year's, we actually, uh, I just got back actually uh, Saturday. We, the family and I, we took a family vacation to go uh, go see the, the mouse in, at Disney World. So right, we were right. there all week. Good yeah. stuff. Good so, stuff. Was, uh, wait, did you, did you see yeah. the, that, that Star Wars exhibit then in Florida? Oh, you know I did. Oh, you did? How was <laughs> that, man? I have not experienced it. Was it pretty cool? Uh, it was good, man. I got, I got some videos here that I could share with you later. Uh, awesome. but it was, it was, it was good, man. I didn't get to see, you know, I got to see the stormtroopers, but you know, uh, we already know what, you know, as far as, uh, you know, the whole trilogy debate, you know, that, uh, uh what debate? There's no the... debate. It sucks. <laughs> there is no debate, but uh, I did get to ride the millennium Falcon. Yeah. Uh, that's ride awesome. there. Yeah. That's that pretty good. good. Were you that the pilot, awesome. co-pilot engineer? What position did you get? Uh, no, I was the engineer. I got to do the single rider line. So, okay. uh, the, yeah, the, the group weight was like over three hours. So I was able oh, to go no, single no. rider pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <All laughs> right. Make sure to follow angel on Twitter at angel goody three. Uh, give him a follow chat some Spurs with him, especially after you listen to this episode of lockdown Spurs or this fan episode of lockdown Spurs. Let's dive into this, uh, angel. And you heard of the intro. You know, if you're kind of really looking at the Spurs have been playing 500 ball. Again, everybody listening in, this is recorded before tonight's Spurs-Raptors game, so obviously that can change. But they're on a three-game losing streak. But prior to that, they won three in a row. And then we can go down the line from that, uh, looking at their schedule. Lost against Sacramento, beat the Jazz. Lost against the the Charlotte Hornets, beat the Pelicans. Lost against the Nuggets, then beat the Nuggets before that. You see where I'm going with this. It's a lot of mm-hmm. win one, lose one, win three, lose three. I guess what I'm trying to say is, do Spurs fans expect or, or, or they think that they'll this is a 500 team for the rest of the way? Or do Spurs fans think, no, they're going to be well below 500 when the season uh, winds down? Yeah, quite honestly, uh, I would think that any, any – uh, any fan uh, that with sense here would say that this is a below 500 team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they're they're 
they have their inconsistencies, their up and down um, play. And just, just to think that they're going to be a 500 team or better by the end of the season, I think we got to, you know, they're kidding themselves because it, you know, there's just too much youth, a lot of inconsistency here. And the one thing that's been beating the Spurs a lot uh, that uh been seen on top of the inconsistent play is just the rebounding, you know, the size. You know, the Spurs just don't have that size of front to deal with the, the front courts, uh, these big mm-hmm. front courts, you know, from – top all-star players to even to uh, the role players, you know, they're, you know, out hustling them. So, I mean, I think quite honestly, by the end of the season, they will be a, a below 500 team, uh, whether they're going to be like a, 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 a large deficit, you know, under 500 team, mm-hmm. you know, like 20 games under 500. I don't think so. I think they could respectively get to like, you know, 10 games below 500, you know, I think that's the best outcome. Cause I, myself, I felt that there this was like a third win team if everything went right. You know, playing consistency, the the young guys grew mm-hmm. together and all and didn't make any major trades, that they stuck with what they had and then, you know, looking forward to next season and, and see what they can gather from free agency and draft that kind of thing. So I think Yeah, I, I look at this team. team. I look at this team and, and you know there's 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 moments where I think like, you know what? This is a five hundred team. You're the turning the corner. You know, they're, yeah, they're going to go some ridiculous 10-game win streak, you know, but they'll get three in a row, lose two here, one another three in a row, lose one here. I thought that would be more of the pattern, you know, more mm-hmm. wins than losses. Uh, but it seems to me, you know, as we just highlighted right now, you know, very 500 ball over the last few weeks. Now you look at their their schedule. You know, they got the Raptors tonight. They got Philly, Brooklyn, Boston, New York, Knicks. Um, you know, this could derail that whole, you know, 500 ball and, you know, there you go. You know, Spurs fans, you're right. You know, you hit it on the head this is uh, going to be a below 500 team. But you look at this, this mini rodeo road trip that they're on right now. Do you think if they just get whacked at the end of it? Yeah, I'm talking to like maybe they just won one, two games. That's a wrap. Their season's a wrap. I would think so. Uh, yeah. Especially coming up to the All Star break. Um, I mean, you, you know, you're still, you know, with that Dejounte, who's going to hopefully come back, you know, soon here. Uh, then you got, you know, Walker, that's also out as well as McDermott. So you lost the three key pieces, especially two of them being outside shooting, mm-hmm. which obviously, you know, showed its its uh, bad side against Detroit, you know, in the last game. So. Uh, yeah, I think it. You know, if they can't win more than one or two, you know, if that if that's what their their win number is going to be from this road trip, I would think that the season may be over for them as far as trying to make a plan. I think they will have to look mm-hmm. forward to the next season and prepare for that. Yeah, no, yeah. You look at the Spurs in the last few games. You know, they're very um, heavy excuses. You know, there's a big reason, you know, half their, you know, bulk of their team weren't, weren't even playing against the Pistons. You know, no Lonnie, no DeJounte, McDermott, um, Keita Bates Diop, you know, the list goes on and on, whether it be just injuries or the uh, protocols. But still, you, you can't lose to um, a Pistons team the way they did. How much did that loss to Detroit impact the Spurs fan base as far as them just really not fully believing in this team yet? Uh, I don't know if it's believing in the team per se. I think it shows 
it should hopefully open those people's eyes that who thought this team could be a playing team or compete for a playoff spot, even though, you know, they have the, the, uh, how many games they were behind on the standings. Mm-hmm. I hope it opens their eyes to show that they're still, you know, very consistent. They're too young. They, they had a double digit lead. They let it squander to a team really that was in a worse shape than the Spurs mm-hmm. with, you know, health and safety protocol, injuries, what have you. No, no big name on that team. And, you know, it went down to the wire, went to overtime. And of course, you know, unfortunately the good guys lost. So I would think they can mm-hmm. see that this team needs a lot of work to even be talked about being a contender to make a playoff spot, you know? So I hope mm-hmm. that really opens their eyes to say that, yeah, this is, it's, it's a great team to watch because they're young and all, but at the same time, they're not a good team that can be competitive, you know, every day or competitive if they were to try mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. So, yeah. Yeah. It's just so, you know, the season up to this point has been so inconsistent, you know, you know, obviously they came out slow, you know, uh, you know losing streaks and that's what everybody expected. And then mm-hmm. you go through the season and then all of a sudden they start winning and you're thinking, Oh, okay. Maybe this team isn't as bad as many think. But yet, here we go again. They're in a three-game losing streak just after winning three in a row. They seem to come down. Now, I had a chance to uh, speak with Brent Forbes. I want to get your thoughts on this, Angel, as well as what you think Spurs fans would think about this. Uh, I spoke with Brent Forbes, and he told me that this Spurs team still needs work on keeping their emotions in check during games. Is Do Spurs fans see hear that? And think, oh, this is just typical young team, you know, learning. Or do you think that's just an excuse to not getting the W's? You know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill today and take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, need, or just forgot about. On average, people save up to 720 bucks a year with Truebill. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it very simple. Just link your accounts. Truebill will take care of the rest. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions in just one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there for you whenever you need to cancel those unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. I use Truebill. I love it. You should use it too. Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped them save over 100 million bucks. And hey, look. Just like, you know, like anything, you know, don't fall for subscription scams. Starts canceling today at Trubo.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's Trubo.com slash LockedOnNBA. I think it could be one of many excuses. Uh, you know, I guess the emotion check would be that the maybe he's referring to maybe the immaturity part, I guess. You know, because, again, they're so young, you know, but there's also so, a lot of other things that I think even um, other players that, you know, that have been talked to by the media and all as far as in communication, you know, continuity, you know, that type of deal. So, I mean, um, I think it's just one of many excuses. Is it the biggest one? Uh, probably not. You know, it, it would lead to other things, but I don't think it's the biggest one. But uh, I, I think if it's more... I think it's just more of a one of many excuses that there is for this team that they're just not, you know, they're not, they're not playing. They're not playing that we think they should be because, you know, they've had guys that are in the system that mm-hmm. been there long enough 
so to to know what pop ones and be out there but you know at the same time with going back to youth you know this is just a learning experience for everybody so i think it's just kind of hard for everybody to accept the fact that we've been spoiled for so long and now we're going through this rebuild mode and then we're going to have to learn how to deal with mm -hmm. these uh these body blows that we're getting you know of these losses so I look at this team and, you know, I, I wonder, you know, how much more can Spurs fans endure this season? You know, because you know, not only are they the Spurs inconsistent on the court, imagine the fan base. We talked about it a little while ago. You know, Spurs get a three-game win streak. They go to Golden State. They beat the Warriors. They beat the Jazz. They beat the Nuggets. Uh, you know, then they lose to the Pistons. You know, do you, are, are Spurs fans kind of numb at this point? Or are there more of a it-is-what-it-is kind of mentality? I think it's a 50-50. I think, uh, I think they, uh, you know, I always think that most first fans, you know, would, would see that is, is just, you know, it's just going to come with the territory. I mean, it just, I think this team would get up for the big games, as you pointed out, you know, the places that they won where you didn't think they would win, Utah, the Golden State, uh, you know, when they played against Boston at home and uh, Denver, they split it there. Uh, when he beat the, the Lakers, uh, and, and LA as well as the Clippers. Uh, so I mean, it's like they get up as a young team would, you know, against these formidable opponents, you know, they have the all-stars and everything, and then they play down or below level when it comes to teams that are in the same situation or even worse, you know, i.e. the mm -hmm. Detroit game or like you pointed out, Sacramento. So I would hope that, you know, that the Spurs fans now are kind of like, you know, numb to the fact that hey it's it's going to happen you can't get too upset and you can't get too excited if they win one or two games and you can't get upset if they lose three or four because again that's yeah. part of the learning experience and growing experience as yeah. both fans and with this team so yeah i, I think whatever this first team gets on a win streak i think that's just gravy for this season because mm -hmm. hey great you know, I see it as, hey, their learning curve is not as long anymore. Maybe it's going to be a shorter learning curve down the road. Um, but, uh, you know, I hear, you know, we talk, we talk about the team, you know, going through its ups and downs and being inconsistent. I couldn't even imagine what the Spurs fan base is going through is, you know, having their emotions also be inconsistent as well. You know, you're defending the Spurs on social media. You know, oh, we're going to walk into Detroit and, you know, slap the you-know-what out of them and then, well, so that just happened. So, you know, you know, yeah. you go from yeah. one extreme to another. So I, I get it. You know, when I look at this team and I say, look, you know, I think maybe this is a good question for you representing the fan base. Do you know, looking future forward as best you can, do you think where the Spurs are right now as of this recording ahead of the Toronto game, they're ahead of expectations or not? I think they're ahead of expectations. Um, to be honest, um, I think I honestly would have thought that for them to get to the, my best case scenario, they win 30 games, they would win all the games against the bad teams. Um, at the start of the season, you couldn't figure out other than the the normal bad teams of OKC, Pelicans, um, you know, and that group that those are the games that this young team could win and build on, and then they were going to have a hard time against the the, the, the contenders. And it's mm -hmm. just been a, a mixed bag. You get a little bit of both. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, I think they're playing uh, well above uh, right now. 
because there's some there's some wins that you didn't think they would get and they did. So I mean, they've been in some close ones as well. So I think they're living they're playing above expectations currently. But of course that can come back down, you know, after this road trip. If they don't win out, then <laughs> then we'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, now they're now they're playing like yeah. they thought they would, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think they are ahead of expectations right now. Um, they're playing a lot better than I thought they would. The whole competitive thing that they showed for most of the season, I think that's great. You know, Kelvin Johnson knocking down the three, death taxes, and knocking down threes from KJ. I mean, that's what it feels like now. They're going to go in. Um, Dejounte mm-hmm. Murray. What more do you need to say about him? You know, so I think individually, uh, just individual development, they're ahead of the curve. It's just coming together. That's still a work in progress, and I even think I think that is still ahead of the curve, uh, considering you know now they're getting the bulk of the minutes. There's no more Rudy Gay's and Patty Mills and LMA and Demar there anymore to get in their way. It's go shine or don't shine, and that's one thing I like right. about Pop is that he's you know remember in Lonnie's early career he made one mistake he got pulled, he, and then now it's okay play through it, and I think that's the approach this team needs to take especially this season, maybe next season, um, as there's this team still gets things going. We're talking with uh, Angel Gutierrez here on this fan episode of Lockdown Spurs, where Angel is uh, representing the fan base when it comes to the Spurs. And if this is going to be a 500 team the rest of the way or not, let's just say Angel said no. They're not going to be a 500 team. and He doesn't think that Spurs fans expect this team to be a 500 club. Um would you think this, the fan base would be shocked if they made the play-in tournament? I think so. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the expectation from the beginning that we lost all the bets, mm-hmm. they moved on to, to bigger and better things, you know, to get that, what they've been, you know, chasing for. And we're going to be stuck with, you know, you know, with young players and not so much bad experience, you know, outside of, you know, bring Bryn back after winning a championship with Milwaukee. You can question what kind of role he had, but he's he's still a champion. Uh, then you had the trade for Thaddeus Young, who has that experience, but not so much playoff experience per se, You know, but he mm-hmm. is a savvy veteran that can bring it. Uh, and then you had McDermott, same thing uh, as well. So, I mean, I mean the, the youth here was going to be the biggest reliance and you know, we just had to make sure that, you know, learn we have to have lessons learned here from watching other teams that gone through the same thing. You know, they all were in the same boat, you know, mm-hmm. awesome a lot and, and won very little. So, I mean, I, I, that's how I, I, I feel about it. So. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think I hear you. I, yeah. And, it's, 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 yeah. I, I, I will be a little surprised if they make, I mean, not, maybe not too, too much, uh, because it was just a few days ago, they were already knocking on the eighth seeds door. <laughs> they were that close. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, now, they, now they kind of came down a little bit from that because of the three three game losing streak. But hopefully, things will get back on track tonight versus the Raptors. Uh, Angel, let's go to tr- talk about tonight's game: Spurs Raptors. Uh, it's rare that I get to a preview a game with the fans, so I, I always have fun with this. Um, as far as we know, they're they're coming in on a three game uh, losing streak against the Raptors. The Raptors, they got some kid named Scotty Barnes. He's pretty good. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Nanubi, uh, you know, Pascal Siakam, uh, Gary Trent Jr. But, you know, I, I look at Barnes and Ananobi and Siakam. But you know what the one player that worries me the most is actually Fred Van Vliet.
the one that gets me thinking like, you know what, Spurs, you might want to focus on him more. So and I bring that up because and this is just this is just incredible. I, I didn't know he was having this kind of season. Angel, Toronto's 11-3 whenever Van Vliet scores 30 or more points. And get this too. <laughs> he scored a season high, or game high, excuse me, uh, 31 points against the Clippers. And he leads the NBA in minutes per game, close to 39. He nearly plays the entire game for Toronto. And he's just one of six players in the NBA averaging 20-plus points, six-plus assists, five-plus rebounds. Know the list that he's a part of for that, that category? Luka Doncic, James Harden, LeBron James, Joker, uh, Jokovic, uh, Jokic, excuse me, and John Morant. I look at him. I think Spurs, you know, if Murray's back, that's going to be a great matchup. You know, Murray, Van Vliet, White, you know, trying to slow him down. Uh, but I think it starts with Van Vliet, uh, unless you disagree, unless you think it's Scotty Barnes, you know, who is that one guy or what's that one thing you want to see the Spurs do tonight to hopefully snap their losing streak? Well, that's the thing. I think what I touched about it earlier, uh, you know, that thing that's been hurting the Spurs is the, the front court death, you know, because as you point out, Van Vliet is, yeah, he's the, he's the engine that makes the team, you know, the guy, like you pointed out, averages 20 points a game. And I really thought, you know, it was more of a him playing well when Kyle Lowry was there. Was, was, it was a product of that because, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't have – a lot of the focus wasn't on him. I mean, it was, you know, on Lowry and Siakam and all that. But he's, he's you know, come to his own, and uh, he is the one that you have to really focus on. Uh, but the Spurs, even if they were to stop him, they – they got to contend with. You could point out Scotty Barnes, who is six nine, and you got uh, OG, who's also six eight six nine. You got Siakam, who's six nine six ten. Uh, then you bring off uh, uh, the Chris Boucher off the bench, who's also six nine six ten. Lanky. I mean, they the Spurs got to contend with their size up front because they don't have really any good guard play. Because if let's say Van Fleet were to get into foul trouble, or the Spurs can contain them, uh, you know, they don't have really anybody else. You know, they put. Scotty Barnes in, I think, as a point forward. But then you got Malachi Flynn, who's the backup point guard. And I forget who the other uh, guard is. But mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of guard depth. You know, they're the, you know, Nick Nurse has to use the size that he has. And, you know, you got a couple of ball handlers, especially with, with Scotty Barnes, the Spurs are going to have to contend with. So who I would have loved in, in a Spurs uniform, to mm-hmm. be honest. But, uh, Was he on the board yeah. when they selected a primo, right? Was he on the board? He was already gone. No, he was already gone. I think he was uh, already gone. Okay. You know, yeah. Spurs fans were hoping that the the luck of the the lottery ball would have gone our way to get Barnes, and if they got into the top four, because he would have been perfect. You know, mm. for that front court. But uh, I, you know, it all depends too if 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 Murray is available. If uh, you know, if Murray is available for this game, then you know that that can help with Van Fleet. But I mean, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough job for the for White and for Trey Jones. Mm. You know, probably see, you probably see a lot more Primo. I would think. I would hope he gets a better shooting yeah. game here than he did against Detroit. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, Spurs got to knock. They got to knock down the three pointers. You know, get the get that length out. You know, out in the perimeter, so the Spurs can mm-hmm. you know, you know, get them to yeah. the basket. So, we'll see. Is, we'll see. It's yeah, be tough, exactly. Man. Well, exactly. The uh, Spurs and Raptors will meet for the first time this season. As mentioned, the Spurs are on a three-game losing streak. They come in 14 and 21, 11th in the West. So uh, the Spurs definitely got some work to do. Now, looking at the Raptors, you know, we're looking at tonight's game, Spurs-Raptors. And I say, you know what? There's certain things I want to keep an eye on. 
you know, first of all, for the Spurs side, let me start off with them. You know, keep it on that third quarter because, and you know this, uh, Angel, the Spurs, whether they're down one point, 10 points, five points, if they're just down on the scoreboard this season after the third quarter, they have a wand. They cannot come back from a deficit. They're winless if they're trailing after the third quarter. So keep an eye on that tonight, Spurs fans, as you watch uh, the game uh, between the Spurs and the Raptors. Now, you mentioned about the, the rebounding. You know, the Spurs have out-rebounded their opponents in three consecutive games. So they're crashing the boards. Um, you look, uh, they have three consecutive games of more field goals made. So they're knocking down shots. So, I, uh, you know, they're, they're crashing the boards. They're hitting their shots. Do you think the Spurs are in for a fight tonight? Uh, you know, and all things considered, you know, obviously the injury report's not out yet. We don't know if Murray's back, but all signs are pointing that he could be back tonight. Let's start off with that. How important, how key is it going to be for Murray if he does play for San Antonio to get him back? It's going to be big important to me because he's, he's mainly, he's one of the main reasons, if not the main reason why they're able to be where they're at now as far as, you know, most of those wins except for the ones that he missed. But I mean, he's, he is the, the, he is the engine for this team. I mean, he's their, you know, their main leading scorer, the assist guy. He's up there with Pirtle with rebounds as well as steals. So, I mean, you know, the Spurs feed off of that energy. And if he can play tonight, and then again, you know, depends what kind of condition he's in. You know, how much how much is Pop going to play him? You know, is he going to let him go full throttle? He's going to start him? Or is he going to be like Pirtle when he went through his health protocol that, you know, he brought him off the bench? So, and then just ease him back in. So it's, that's going to be, that's going to be a big, big reliance if, uh, if uh, Murray's going to be able to go full throttle or, you know, Pop's going to limit him, you know, if mm-hmm. he's available tonight. So Yeah, you know, knowing Pop and the Spurs, they're easy. probably, yeah, knowing, knowing Pop and the Spurs, they're probably going to limit him uh, tonight because he has to do that yeah. conditioning. I mean, I mean, I hope they don't, but, um, yeah, they're going to have to. Now the Raptors come in second in the NBA in offensive rebounds, third in steals. They don't turn the ball over much. Fourth in turnovers, 11th in defense overall. So the uh, Spurs definitely got themselves a handful, despite their uh, the Raptors' sixteen and seventeen record. I, I think the Raptors are um, a little better than that. Mission now for the Spurs. You know, it's not you know all doom and gloom. Uh, the good news is, is in the last six games, Angel, they've made they made more three pointers than their opponent. Shocker! I, I was I couldn't believe that. So, but yeah, they they're connecting on their threes, so that's good. Uh, but <coughs> After that, it kind of gets a little leery. Um, they have less blocks than their opponent in the last three games. They're obviously on a three-game losing streak. They have less defensive rebounds, so they're they're getting outboarded. Uh, just a bad time for San Antonio. So Spurs definitely got their work cut out for them. Spurs, Raptors, how do you see this uh, game going down tonight out in Canada? I think the Spurs will play it. I think they'll play them tough. Um, but I really think that the size of Toronto is going to really outdo them. It's going to hurt them, uh, especially again, you know, with, uh, with if, if Murray's unlimited number of minutes to be playing because he's a key rebounder and all. Um, but the Spurs, you know, they just got to make sure that they, the one thing I, I have been kind of disappointed in with them is that they don't run enough. Like I, they get the, you know, they get the uh, defensive rebound and there could be, uh, uh, on a five, five on four, and they walk it up, you know, or they, they don't run enough, you know, they don't take advantage of the numbers. 
So this could be a key to where hopefully they can take advantage of it, to where they can get the rebound and run on them uh, and score in transition, whether it's, you know, to, you know, for open three-pointer or, you know, fast break layup uh, or dunks, whatever the case may be. But I think that the first will keep it close, but I think uh, Toronto's size is probably going to uh, uh, outlast them here, and they'll probably will get the win. All right, there you go. So you got uh, Angel here saying Spurs get the W. I think they get the L. I, I think um, the size is going to be an issue for uh, San Antonio. And if, yeah. Oh, I said Toronto uh, get the W. I know. Oh, Toronto. I, know. I said Toronto. Oh, my mistake. Yeah, my mistake. The, so. Their size. Their, 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 their size, size gotcha. out to gotcha. Spurs. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's yeah. I'm, I'm in agreement with Angel. I think, yeah, the Spurs may come up short <laughs> tonight out in Canada. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, Angel, tell everybody how they can chat with you on social media. Yeah, uh, my Twitter handle is uh, Angel Goody, G-U-T-I-E, in the number three. Uh, I'm there practically every day chatting with the uh, Spurs fans and regards to the Spurs and what have you. So, you know, by all means, you know, reach out. You know, I'd be more than glad to uh, have conversations. By, by, by the way, you, ne- you, you, you never gave me your answer. Who are you taking in a fight, Johnny Storm or Endeavor from My Hero Academia? Oh. <laughs> Endeavor. Johnny, sorry, Johnny Storm don't got a chance, man. Really? <laughs> don't have a chance. Yeah. Don't have a chance, man. It's, it's Endeavor all Endeavor all day. Man. So <laughs> it, 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 Endeavor is gonna is mopping the floor versus Johnny? Oh yeah, come on, man. Is it? <laughs> oh man. I gotta rewatch some of Endeavor's fights then to really see what I'm uh, looking at here. Uh, with Endeavor versus Johnny Storm. Uh, make sure to uh, subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, the list goes on and on. Tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Spurs. And the Spurs got the Raptors tonight. So might as well check out uh, Lockdown Raptors and see what's going on on the Raptors side of things. So for uh, Angel and Dever Gutierrez, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Lockdown Spurs. Yeah, yeah.